I've got one question for you. Why'd you bring that up? Why'd you bring that up? Don't you believe that you, yourself, caused, brought on all these problems? You needed me. All I had was my physical and mental powers. Good morning, good afternoon, whenever this comes to you, I am Will. I'm Taylor. And today is actually Tuesday, the normal day that we record this podcast. However, it's like 1.30 in the afternoon. I don't think we've ever recorded a podcast this fucking early, Taylor. How about you? I don't think we have either. We're on some new uh, undiscovered territory right now. Hold on, wait, came in my head. We fucked up really bad ones, and we had to completely re-record it, but we had to do it the next day, and this was the only way. However, that's not why we're doing it today. If you've been on Twitter, you noticed that we got an interesting email. So I was going through Facebook for whatever godforsaken reason. I hate that platform. And I saw an advertisement about NXT. Now, it was centered around Mandy Rose, and I don't give a shit about her. I do. However, I saw the word free in the, like, post. So I was like, all right, let's watch this. Turns out NXT's at a point where they're giving away free tickets. I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. However, if it's free, it's fucking me, baby. So I filled out the form and then I made Gabby immediately fill out the form. And then I sent it to Taylor and told him to immediately fill out the form. Now, with you here, I will be honest. I did not think you were going to fill it out, but you did. And now all three of us have tickets to NXT tonight. And I want to say I'm excited. But then I looked at the preview. And I'm still excited to go see what it's about live, but my hopes are not very high. How about you, Taylor? I'm very excited, bro. There's nothing I love more than Jiro and Kushida. Oh, yeah. We're going to get it on. Jacket time, bro. You better make some signs. Jacket time, bro. It is on. The fact that they have a tag team called Jacket Time, like, that is the epitome of blue pants in modern day. Wait a minute. You don't love blue pants? I did. But I'm saying that's definitely the shtick they're trying to go for. She's great. Everybody loves her. We all love you her. You love Leva Bates? Yes, Leva Bates is a shit. All elite, baby. <laughs> I am glad that she was one of those people who definitely had a shot, was completely misbooked, and then still managed to uh, stay relevant in the wrestling world, even though she's definitely not on uh, Rampage or Dynamite all the time. She's just like on Elevation. There's nothing wrong with that, bro. She's still making her money, man. Yeah, and people still remember the pants that were blue. And that's all that matters. But yeah, so it's going to be a very interesting time because you know that I do not necessarily like NXT 2.0, but there are certain shining stars in that production that I'm willing to, you know, be the bigger man and go see him live. Name them. Shout them out. Rick Steiner Jr. Who else? Name them. Shout them out. Okay. So let's, (laughs) let's rewind a little bit. On purpose, I went back and rewatched NXT 2.0 last night because I really just kind of got the spoilers the week before. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. But I think they're improving. They're definitely th- getting better. With the format they're going with, I really think an hour show would play to their strengths a little bit better because what they're doing right now is they have a lot of people who, if we're brought up in a traditional way in WWE sense, I guess is a good way to put it would all be stars. There's a lot of stars on that roster that are getting thrown to the wolves. Some of the gimmicks can, you can tell are just leading in gimmicks. Like I think a good example is Andre chase. 
He's getting over. He's getting his mic skills working, but he doesn't have a physique really from what it looks like. I can't, if he is fucking ripped too, please correct me if I'm wrong. But I saw him come out in like a sweater and shit. Like There's nothing wrong with a sweater, bro. But you know what I mean? It's not one of those, it's one of like a Matt Striker or a uh, shit. What did, uh, fuck, what's his name from ECW? Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. Shane Douglas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Dean Douglas. That's what I'm thinking of. Like one of those gimmicks, right? And there's p- potential, but I'm not focused on him necessarily. But there's a lot of different people who, like Braun Breaker, AK, you should just give him the fucking Steiner. If this says anything. Gabby had never seen him yet. Like she had not seen him, hadn't heard him talk, nothing. He came on last night and she goes, Is that fucking Scott? I go, No. She's like, he sounds exactly like Scott. And I was like, no, nah, he sounds like Rick. She's like, what is Rick? I don't like? think they have the rights, bro. I, people no, keep no. saying, use the name, use the name. Use no, you the know, name. no, they I don't can have tell the you, rights. They don't. And you know who does have the rights? Scott. Scott has the rights. Then that fixes all your problems. You should know why they haven't given him the name. No. What are they going to do? Beg Scott? No, they're going to pay him like they do for every other situation they've done in the past. But the problem is, is they're too cheap now. They're going to pay someone else just to use a name for someone else. They've done it before. What do you? How do you think they got Hulk fucking Hogan by? Hulk Hogan was wrestling there as Hulk Hogan. Yeah, this is a different guy. But what I'm saying is Hulk Hogan. They had a bunch of legal battles with Marvel to get the name brought over. It's Hulk Hogan is the biggest star at the time in NXT right now, and honestly, debatable on the all three rosters. Braun Breaker is probably one of their top five biggest stars. That's right now. fair, but I don't know that. I don't know, man. So, so you're gonna, but but he wasn't when he came in. So you're gonna throw money at someone on a guess. You know, it's there's two people in that roster right now that are bona fide will be bigger than almost anyone on the main roster now if they stay in the company, and they both don't have their last names. And if he gave, do both, you think that Sakawa it would be a hindrance to him? No. I do. I think he. I think he has all the tools to be bigger than Roman. It'll bring him when they bring him. Also, up, switch his you name. know who he wrestles like. I watched him last night, and he he is the other one I'm very intrigued by. He reminds me of Umaga in the ring. He just has that hard hitting, like I'm going to murder you style. Yeah. And like, if he's got a promo, he's going to be better than Roman. Yeah. And I, there's no question you in say, my mind. You give somebody that title every week. Do you know that? Last week it was Wardlow. This week it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Why do you hate Roman so much? Leave I Roman don't. Alone. So let me, let me break that down a little bit more then for you, even though this isn't Friday. It's a situation where in WWE at this point, that's the stepping stone. They haven't had a star like Roman Reigns since CM Punk, which it's worth mentioning. CM Punk has now been twice over by wrestlers. First Brock Lesnar, now Roman Reigns. They are really, really, really trying to get people to forget that reign. I don't think it'll ever happen. No one's going to forget it. No one forgets wrestling ever. We're like elephants, wrestling fans we are. We don't forget anything. We never forget a face. We never forget a bad angle. That's the truth. However, if you ask Vince McMahon, Bruce Prichard, Johnny Ace, all of those fun people, they very much hope that we forget mostly everything. Like, especially anything that happened maybe two weeks prior, because if they don't write that storyline, oh, it's gone, baby. Maybe it's Johnny Ace is a real good guy. He just has to get the brunt. Look what he did to fucking Cora Jade. I know, but like, imagine you like, have to do a shitty job. Like, at one point in time, I was a, uh, I worked in a lab where I had to like kill rats. 
It was a horrible job, but I had to make money to survive. You don't think Johnny Ace just has to make money? He just has to fire people. That's his job. He's the fire. No, he's got more money than he knows what to do with because of the people power. How do you know? Because Johnny I Ace. haven't looked up Johnny Ace's net worth. Let's, I don't let's know exactly. do it right now, actually. Okay, look it up. I don't know what Johnny Ace is worth. I would say that he's probably less than a millionaire. If I can spell him. Uh, his family is all football players. I forgot. He's definitely a millionaire. And, Fuck. And the, his brother. You know. Yeah, I know who his brother is. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So I just... Uh, God damn it. God damn it, Johnny Ace. I think Ace. he took I a just, bet that you shouldn't have. I shouldn't, shouldn't have backed you up, Johnny Ace, but here I am. Yeah, his uh, net worth, uh, according to Players Bio Editor, on October 28th, 2021, is $1.5 million. Okay, that's not that much. He's still got a job to do. He's got to pay for those houses. Send them grandkids to college. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought it said he played on the Eagles. Oh, like, gross. Give that man a break, dude. He's just doing his job. Everybody well, anyway, just shits down his throat. You have Cora Jade, who she's not exceptional to me, but this is another thing that... I thought she was good. Well, no. Hold on. I'm the apologist. I know you are. She, her gimmick, she's definitely still a star like that's working through stuff. However, she had a pretty decent gimmick when she came in, and her aesthetic very much fitted. She was kind of like witchy and like... I'm spooky, right? And started getting full sleeves. Like, I remember when she was on AEW like a year, year and a half ago. Completely bare arms. Started getting money. Started investing in tattoos to really fill out her gimmick. And then Johnny Ace goes, all right, so you have a gimmick. It's been working for you. still working for you. You know what we're going to do? We're going to give you my gimmick from the 80s, even with the small, weird fucking skateboard. However... Your ring gear, I want you to look like a Razorback Dimeback Daryl played. Can you, um, when you do Johnny Ace's uh, quotes by him, can you do his voice for me? Oh, no. I cannot do Listen that. Listen here, man. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. It was. I was, usually you're notorious for trying to do an impersonation and absolutely butchering it. Listen here, Cora. Not today. <laughs> that one was worse. I'm, I should have cut out yeah, the first Yeah, you should have quit while quit you were while ahead. ahead yep. uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential within the company, but the problem with WWE is they're always going to find great people. It's what they do with them afterwards. I don't mean to bring it up again, but look what just happened like six days ago. It's not over. I saw a report. There's 10 more coming. Mm. It's not over. Do we have to have another fucking week like this, Taylor? Yes, we're going to have a lot more weeks like this, but we're still going to talk about it and we're still going to watch the product because we love wrestling. It's how life works. <laughs> Fuck, I can't argue with that. Do you want to actually talk about professional wrestling yeah, now instead of talking about sports entertainment? Oh, jeez, there we go. Shot, on, bang, shot at the WWE. All right, keep moving on. All right, so this was kind of your lead on, but all right. Okay. Um, you had AEW stuff you wanted to talk about. Yeah, oh, I no, did. not even AEW. Well, AEW stuff, but not AEW stuff. You wanted to talk about Bully Ray, right? Yeah. So, and the fact that... Uh, so he said basically like on Busted Open that it was like... He was, he was wondering if AEW could be successful without finding actual heat. And what he meant by that is stealing the title from someone who deserves the title, like taking things away from people and really creating hatred in a business. Like it's not like an MGF, MJF heat where he comes out and calls the crowd fat. You know what I mean? Like not that kind of heat. He's talking about real in your heart heat. So let me use the best example I could possibly think of because it is the anniversary of it today. Are you talking like Montreal screw job heat? That's one, but that was honestly worse because it wasn't just heat for the crowd. It was heat for the business. So what I mean is like a good example would be like Hulk Hogan going to NWO. 
You know what I mean? Like turning heel. Everybody is angry and upset because it's not something that they want. You know what I mean? Like that's real heat. That's heat that comes from somewhere else. It's not cheap. Your mom's fat heat. You know what I mean? Well, aren't they already doing that though? Whether people realize it or not. What do you mean? Ex- explain. So a couple things I want to rewind back on because we listened to the busted open segment like right before we started recording this. And Bully Ray basically vomited everything you've been saying for weeks. I, I, I'm going to put this out there in the universe, but I keep on noticing we say things and a couple weeks later they come regurgitated on some other platform. We're paying attention. That's all I'm going to say. But anyway, with CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, we had a drastic shift in character in CM Punk and Eddie Kingston the other night on, uh, was it Rampage or was it Dynamite? It was I don't Rampage. Know. Okay. And did you realize what Cena, or not Cena, that's where I'll lead into this, but do you realize where Punk was going? He was Cena yep. versus or, uh, Punk. And that's very interesting for him to come out like that because you know there's a couple fans who are a little too invested, who believe a little too much in kayfabe, which is not a bad thing. I'm not, you know, denouncing you. But are like, what the fuck? I'm just so happy to have CM Punk back. And I really enjoy what he's doing. Now he's going to start, you know, mouthing off to people. Like he deserves his spot. Even though technically, yeah, he left for seven years. And we're all happy to have him back. But he hasn't really earned shit in the last seven years. Because at the end of the day, and CM Punk is one of my favorite wrestlers. What has he done in the last fucking seven years? Other than leave the business and go do MMA. And there's going to be a couple different wrestling fans that are going to have that in their back of their head. There are people that just never liked CM Punk. So to see him come back, there might be people in that crowd any given fucking week who are like, oh, great, this fucking guy. I thought we got rid of him finally. And now he's fucking back, almost like a Hulk Hogan type situation. So now if you have this person who is beloved by all of the fans, except a few instrumental people. And then he turns heel and then he's a dick about it, like, and starts getting that real MJF heat, but in a much bigger platform. I think you already have the gears working in that company. I just don't think people are able to see it right away. Who's he going to have to turn on for that to happen, though? And I think it's way easier than even that. I think you're you're pushing too hard for the future. I think they've got what they need right now. Well, give me your take and I'll tell you how I would do it. Once again, we get back to what we have coming up at full gear. We have Hangman and we have Kenny. Do not give it to Hangman. Give it to Kenny in a shitty way. Make everybody mad. That's how you do it. You want to turn the fan base against you? There's one person that is over more than anybody else with the fan base right now. And his name's Adam. Hangman Adam Page. Fuck him over. That's how you piss the fans off. Fuck him over and continue the storyline. You have to be very careful, though. And we learned this from Impact a few weeks ago. There's a difference between fucking him over and getting heat, though. Because if you just have him lose clean, that's not going to work. If you have him lose by interference of super click or then it's not going to work. You've got to be creative. But what does AEW do best? Creativity. They have creativity. They have a handful of people with creative minds who have been around situations like this, who have done real heel work. But let's remember, there are certain people within that company that don't necessarily like to listen to those people. Do you have a way to go about it? Okay, so I think that in the ring is one thing and behind closed doors are one thing. If you have, let's have a meeting of the minds. Give me Chris Jericho 
Give me Tony. Tony's been watching enough and he writes all the shows. Give me Arn. Give me Arn. Okay. And give me Dustin. Yes, yes, yes. Those people are smart enough to figure out a way where we can fix this to where it works out for all parties. It's not over for Hangman. This is not going to be the last chance he gets. You know what I mean? Like, just make it so it happens where he gets another shot, even if it's like a, a count out or something. You know what I mean? Like, build it up and make it a count out situation. I don't know. So, but you don't have anything because I think I know how we can do this. Shoot. And save everyone and then get real long term story building because the biggest argument against not putting the belt on hangman is because of the long-term story right eddie kingston needs to put punk over that night and punk needs to go over dirty he doesn't he doesn't get a clean win on kingston that starts momentum after the match you have him punk that is interact negatively with hangman backstage kind of like Kind of like Eddie so, did with CM Punk a week ago. Something like that, but nothing as dramatic. Just like a small, like, someone hitting each other's shoulders and like a sly comment, right? Yeah. You have Punk interfere in Omega Hangman. You have Punk hit a go to sleep, put him to sleep, and then after the match is over and Omega wins, he goes, I don't give a shit about the pecking order. You want to face the best, the best is right fucking here. Are you the best in the world or am I? And then you put a feud, you put the belt on Punk, which a lot of people will argue against. You, you play your time with Hangman. You keep him relevant. Fuck, you even put the TNT championship on him. Bring us back to full gear next year. Have him drop that title in an upset victory or an upset loss. And what's next for Hangman? Well, he has an impeccable record. Two years in a row, he couldn't get it done. Let's do an eliminator tournament. He goes to, gets back to the final. This is the third year in a row he is in. He has not won. And he's going up against CM Punk, the man who fucked him over. So not only do you have the same storyline, basically, from the year before that everyone's invested in, but then you're having something incredible because then you get a fucking, what, six, eight, ten-month storyline out of Punk Omega, which is going to be some of the best wrestling in the world, especially if you start bringing in a couple more of these talents to just fly in because you can really have it to where you have a war within a war in AEW because everyone's biggest complaint is all these fucking WWE guys, right? Even though uh, they're more uh, inclined to sign Ring of Honor GCW people. But nevertheless, why don't you have some of these WWE guys start to get a superiority complex and kind of gang up with Punk? So then you have the elite running the AEW side of AEW, and then you have like Punk, Miro, Bryanson, all heel. Bryanson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. It's just funny to me. I know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You have all. And so you kind of have an internal war. And then you can get to, uh, you know what you could use for that within the next year or two? Blood and guts. You could have them do something in blood and guts. And I think if you don't want to put the title on Hangman and you really want to cause headlines, to have Punk turn heel in such a dramatic fashion and then lead the march, I think they're going to get eyes on them if they go about it that it's way. It's a very smart angle. And going back to wow. my point of view about 10 minutes ago, I know all of y'all fuckers are listening, so why don't you book it? And then, you know what? Don't even cut me a check. Just start calling me for creative. You know, I like wrestling. I'd love to be in the creative back room. Let's do this, TK. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's that's how I would book it. It's a smart, 
Smart move. I like that a lot, bro. I never even thought about it like that. You're always pushing for CM Punk. You love that, man. No, I honestly, I don't need to see another belt on CM Punk the rest of my life. But I think if you're not going to give it to Hangman and you really want to get those numbers going up, that's how you do it. Hell yeah. You have, and that's the the biggest argument against people getting mad that you have your punks coming and your Brian Danielson, all of them. It's like all they're doing is building the product. I understand we have a bloated fucking roster. But you know who also had a bloated roster? WWE in 2003. And look at the SmackDown product from 2003. It was the greatest wrestling for years. Mm. And it still will t- stand the test of time. So you're getting to a point where you just have unlimited depth. And that's not a bad thing. People are always pigeonholing it, pigeonholing it as a bad thing because of how WWE works. They only want young people. They want investments. They want to do a, a draft and get a 20-year-old and fucking have him for 13, 14, 15 fucking years. AEW is a little bit different. They want to put on good wrestling consistently and they want to take care of their talent. So you're telling me having a bunch of depth and being able to switch people out with no questions asked and not even miss a bump is a bad thing? It's not. Especially when you have name value. And a lot of people are like, hey, you know, like they're bringing in CM Punk. They're bringing in Brian Danielson. They're bringing in Christian Cage. They're bringing in Miro. Like Miro, I think, doesn't get included in this. But a lot of these WWE talents they are bringing in that are actively wrestling are not in the beginning or midway of their career. Brian Danielson's got a fucked neck. He is having fun. He is going to do the matches he wants, but there's going to come a time and place five, six years from now where he's not around. So yes, he's taking the spotlight away from people on dark and elevation right now, but your 20, 21 year old people on dark and elevation are getting TV time technically because they're on YouTube and YouTube is pretty much fucking TV now. Like, we're not in an age where everyone fucking watches cable television. Like, you can record that shit if you do even have fucking cable. But most of the world at this point either does or doesn't or chooses to watch it in different means. You know what I'm saying? So for this whole concept of like, hey, we need to watch it right then and there, that doesn't happen. What we need to do is realize, though, that those people who are a little bit younger are getting the experience and the training they need now. So four, five, six years from now, when CM Punk and Brian Danielson and all these people are gone, and then MJF, Sammy Guevara, fucking Darby Allen all take their spots. You then have younger competition coming in. It's just long term, and I don't think people. Everybody wants long term, long term story booking. They want long term, long term, long term, but they're never willing to invest in short term. And we're we're even culprits of it. Like NXT, like I said, I don't like it, but we're only a month, month and a half in. But I do see the little little stars in the sky you know what i mean so yeah. i know there's potential and i think people are expecting aw to be complete right now because they've been around for like three years and well, that's not the case i also don't think that tony helps them any though because he does do this well that that sounds rough but what i mean is what he does is he does this thing where we can stand up to you now we can stand up to you now like you can but you're not gonna win you just take your time you're doing well just relax we don't need to speed this. You know what I mean? But then that's, you know, it's like a situation when you're in elementary or middle school, you know, and a kid jumps off a bridge and not literally like, but say like you're at a quarry and people are jumping off cliffs into the water. Okay. Good and save. You, good and save. You, and you don't want to jump. Right. But everyone peer pressures you and they'll go jump, jump. You have people and we've mentioned them already busted open or any other fucking dirt sheet riders putting them on this pedestal yeah. and saying like, hey, they need to do something to compete. So then Tony Khan in turn is taking all of his peer pressure and going, well, technically I can fucking compete. I may not be where I want to be yet, but I can fucking fight a fight. 
And that's where you start having him do these things because we've seen a drastic change in Tony Khan since AEW's yeah. created. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, now that he's gotten all these rub with people, and I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing, and this, I'm not demonizing anyone, but you have this situation where, oh my fucking God, I'm sorry if you hear my dog in the background. Um, you have the situation where he's kind of backed into a corner where he's got the momentum that some, certain companies haven't had. And he's got to ride with it because he's the anointed savior of wrestling, whether he wants to be or not. I do firmly believe he wants to be that person. But, you know, he's doing the thing um, from what I've understand, like in dynamite tapings and all that stuff. He's always coming out, talking to the crowds and stuff like that. Even in my experience, I've seen Tony Khan come out and talk. You know what I mean? He's constantly on Twitter. Like I see every time an AEW shows on. You have Tony Khan like tweeting like a couple hours before, like, hey, you know, this is something I'm very proud of. We're working really hard. And I'd love to watch you or I'd love to have you watch two hours of professional wrestling that I'm proud of. You know, stuff like that that's a little humble and a little like, you know, I feel for the guy. But I also think there's in the society we live in, like back in the day when you had WCW, WWE, it was a much different beast. They were two established companies who both got more, who went to that next level. WWE has been established for fucking 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years. You know what I mean? It's fucking been around since the dawn of wrestling, whether it was the WWF or the WWE, whatever it is, it's been a staple in the wrestling community for years. Yeah. Where AEW wasn't a thought in someone's nutsack four years ago. And so the fact that they are doing everything well, they're doing. Probably thought in Tony's nutsack. Not even Tony. I mean, uh, Young Bucks and all of them. He said he was been planning this his whole life. You know, I've also been planning my own wrestling company my entire life. I okay. just well, then it's funds. a thought in your nutsack too, bro. Hey, Shad, if you got some extra money, let me buy a Ring of Honor. <laughs> I'll turn <laughs> you that buy company a Ring around. Of Honor and just give it to me. Did I go on my rant about how I think Triple H should buy a Ring of Honor? No, you did last week. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure. Week. Okay, so keeping on the continuance with Tony Khan, he did comment and say that he is interested in a couple of released talents. Who are the ones he's going to sign? Before uh, we move on, let's go ahead and move into that. Bearcat. Yeah, that, I was that thinking, kills me on the inside. I thing. think uh, I think that's probably the most likely person. He also has a lot of history with a lot of people over there, whether it be NXT. He used to wrestle with Darby Allen. He has a lot of history. You know what? If I'm Triple H, oh geez, I'm going to the people that haven't gotten pulled up yet, like Rotunda. I'm going up to Cross. I'm going up to Bearcat, and I'm going. Hey guys, let's buy a Ring of Honor. Will you stop this? <laughs> we already know your Triple H take. Stop it. When it happens, you're gonna get credit. Don't worry. No, imagine you're not, actually, you're actually not. Yeah, no, bust it open's gonna say it. Dave, Legre gonna... Dave Legre Legreca is gonna take that take. <sighs> Fucking Vince Russo. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, fuck, dude. One day, we're going to be bigger than Busted Open. You just <laughs> fucking wait. We're going to have one really cool wrestler on here who's not ever going to say anything controversial to. It's going to be great. Damn, shots fired. I'm just, dude, I'm tired of it. I'm so <laughs> fucking tired of it. I've never heard the phrase five-tool player. Then you say it like 10 times on one episode, and a month and a half later, I hear it every fucking five seconds on AEW. Yep, I did it. And I'm an AEW guy, and it I pisses it. me off. I did it, bro. I did it. That was me. Uh, you, you know what? Give it fucking two months. You're going to hear people talking about how uh, Wardlow is going to take over Roman Wayans. Wayans. Roman Wayans. Roman Wayans. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I'm just so emotional right now. I just I just want to get credit for my hot takes. I imagine that's a tag team between Lil Wayne and Roman Reigns. <laughs> 
Roman Wayne's. And just the whole time, Wheezy's on the side dying. <laughs> Not of laughter or anything. He's just, he's smoked way too much, took too much, like, codeine or whatever. Just a bad fucking time. Poor Lil Wayne, man. He came on the podcast, and then he just pooed all over him. Now he's not going to listen to us anymore. I love you, Lil Wayne. Do you remember No that, Ceilings was incredible. Do you remember that time that Lil Wayne went on a tour, Blink-182, and yeah. then all of the crowd, like, took a shit on him, and he was like, bro, fuck you, I'm off this tour. And then a week later, he was like, oh, yeah, no, sorry, I was just sick, but I'm back on the tour yeah, now. Yeah, he's back on the tour, bro. He just wanted to try different things, man. Why does everyone hate when Lil Wayne tries to skateboard or tries to be a punk rocker? Why can't he just do what he wants or tries to wear a wild thornboard very short? He can do whatever he wants. Did Johnny Ace give Lil Wayne the skateboard? <laughs> Probably. Be like, hey, hey, man. God, I got to stop doing You're it. You're actually getting better and better <laughs> as you try. I... Listen, man, budget cuts. I'm sorry. Well, hopefully uh, there aren't too many more soon because I'm already anticipating 10 more now. Yeah, week. that's going to happen. And uh, clearly, I very much need to get my dog inside. So I'm going to take this opportunity to wrap this up. I'm um, sorry that this is a day early slash day late and we don't have any cool NXT takes for you. However, if you check out the breakdown on Friday, I'm sure me and Taylor are going to be talking about our experience. So until then, you can follow the big th- ah, you can follow the big three at Jitter Rasslin, at Totspot, at Year of Pod. We're doing interviews for you. I think we're to change the frequency right now as we're just getting back in the swing of things. They've been coming out on a weekly basis, but I think we're to do bi-weekly for now just so we can backlog. So still keep an eye out for those. We have a couple really great interviews that we're excited to share with you and it'd be even greater sharing with you if you were wearing jaded wrestling merch so just remember you can do that at prowrestlingtees.com slash jaded wrestling do you have anything else you want to say that's it peace peace